Hello everybody and welcome to episode 101 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. Fetch Everyone is a free website for runners, cyclists, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Everything is free for everyone. Well, who was that mysterious fetchy, everybody? Um, we'll let you know at the end of the show. Um, but uh, just in the last week, we uh, came up with this idea um, of having a, a mysterious person to record that little bit that I say week in, week out. So thank you, Mysterious Fetchy. Um, during the rest of the show, you can have a think about who you thought that was. Uh, go back and play it again if you want to. That's fine. And we'll let you know at the end. Um, but anyway, that's the bit that I normally say. But I'd like to add, don't forget to visit fetcheveron.com forward slash podcast if you want to leave your comments and questions about the show. And um, don't forget to subscribe. We're on iTunes and Spotify and various other things. Um, but looking through the snowdrift, I can see the lovely Katie sitting opposite me. I'm here. Good. That's it. And I've got a little something to play for you um, because... It was episode 100 last week, mm. um, but you were in the first episode, so it is your episode 100 this week, mm. so I've got a tiny little announcement here to play for you, okay. which you've not heard before, Okay, and I've, I've titled it, Do Not Play, in oh. the podcast folder, so Katie's not listened to it, at least I hope she hasn't secretly listened to it, but here it is. Hello, Fetchies, and welcome to the lovely Katie's 100th Fetch podcast. Katie, are you here? Oh, Mavis, I'm here. I love that. Thank you very, very much. That's made me feel very special. Good. And smiley. I absolutely love the bing bong bing. That is one epic xylophone. That is absolutely epic. Thank you. No, I hadn't secretly listened to it. Good. Good. That was a nice surprise yeah. for you. That's nice. Nice. Yeah. My hundredth. Cool. I feel special. Good. And how about your week? Has it been a special week or has it been a it's been regular a, week? No, it's been a very special week, mainly because I've been able to get together in person with people that I really like being in person with. So that's been just lovely. And as I've said to just about anyone who will listen, it feels like the biggest lifting of lockdown when you can actually be in person with with people and sit and chat to them face to face and not be on a screen so um that's been really really lovely and I've enjoyed that a lot yeah this week so that's been really nice um I've done quite a lot of walking I've done 20 plus miles this week of walking wow that's a lot of walking most days I've done something or other um, and we had a nice walk out with um, some other fetchies, didn't we? And we went from, um, I've gone blank, Shanbrook. To Shanbrook. Shanbrook to Shanbrook, a, li- a loop. And we had two fetch dogs with us as well. We had the Stephen and we had another one, which I, whose name I will not mention. Just in case, Just you in know, case. GDPR type mm. reasons, but... Um. Um, but yeah, they had a lot of fun together and they had the same kind of energy dog-wise. Yeah. 
and yeah they were um, highly compatible with each other highly you know, compatible. They, they got on well yeah i'm not saying stephen was able to sprint quite as fast as the other fetch dog in pursuit of certain items yeah um but um yeah it was great it was a really nice walk and the dogs got on well and then we did the traditional coffee and cake lunch yes yeah lunch cake is the best kind of yeah. lunch cake lunch lunch cake yeah so uh training then all good so training all good i haven't done any running at all i hope to put a a change in place this week so that i do some some running oh i fancy it a bit more i hope so um and the other really really lovely thing that happened was our lake opened so um did my lap of box end um yesterday about 22 23 minutes i think it was just shy of 23 minutes actually Mm. And um, very cold, about eight, nine degrees, but just wonderful. Just, just wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. you came back with a little grin on your face, so yeah. that's nice. very happy. And then I was, like, I'd been hit around the head by, I don't know what, yesterday. By a lake. By a lake. And I even did two yogas, and I've managed to get to the end of Adrian's 30-day yoga for this year. Um, I never day, do day 30 because it's, she doesn't speak. And I'm too much of a sheep. I like to be able to follow what's going on without peering at the screen. So, yeah. Um, so I just did day twenty nine, and I'll go and find another one to do now. So when she, when you say she doesn't speak, mm. is she doing stuff but just not explaining it? Yes. Right. So it's. Okay, so I think weird. the idea is, and I completely get the idea. Fully support you, Adrian. Um, but don't like it myself. And it, it's. But the whole thirty day thing is to get you in the mode of being able to do your own yoga practice right okay so that's the thing so when it comes to that last day you sort of follow her but you're almost just sort of doing yoga with her so you could do your completely your own thing without listening to what she's saying i think that's the idea so is it kind of in the same way that the couch to 5k you get to the end of it and you're supposed to be able to just go out running for half an hour yeah um and i could do that i mean i think i could string together 20, 30 minutes of yoga without having anyone telling me what to do, but I just prefer to have someone telling me what to do. That's how Fair I enough. like it. Well, so You can do it. Start another one and do 29 days of Adrienne. I will. Yeah. I will. So that's that's me. How about you? Good. Well, um, I've started logging my walking as well. I'll come on to that in a wee bit. Mm. Um, but I'm also um, very pleased to have got back to some running this week. So uh, start of last week, I had a little bit of a a calf reminder so I, I pulled up and walked home and uh, that was on Tuesday so I waited a whole week before going out again um, but I've successfully run Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday this week. I did a three, a four and a five. Um, I've subscribed to the Pythagorean triple school of uh, um, training plans. Um, do you know what a Pythagorean triple is? Uh, no. Okay, so you know, like, um, the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the square of the other two sides. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to quote that at you, but I did do maths A level, so it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so you know, c squared equals a squared plus b squared. Yes. So, a Pythagorean triple is where you have, and this is going to fascinate our listeners, I'm sure, um, if you have three integers that make up like a perfect one. So three, four, and five is um, the easiest example. Mm. So three squared plus four squared equals five squared. Mm-hmm. 
um, and they're pretty rare. So I'm not. Re- I'm only. I was only joking when I said I was signing up to the Pythagorean triple, because the and this is going to shock you, but the next one is five miles, eleven miles, and twelve miles. So that's how just how rare they are. Mm. Um, so I'm not really going to do that. But yeah. I'm just super solid pleased yeah. um, that I managed to get through just sticking an extra five minutes on each day and listening very carefully to my legs for any sign that they were getting unhappy. But um, yeah, it was nice. I got some sort of, you know, like when you've got an injury, every part of you is tuned into that part of your body listening to it. Mm. Um, I picked up some signals from other parts of my body as well, like, uh, you know, different little niggles and complaints from other places. So that was nice to hear from the rest of me. Mm. Um, And then I tripped over a tree root and nearly, like, totally and utterly stacked it. But I was very pleased that I managed to maintain Mm. uprightedness. Mm. Um, But what I didn't like was that there were three runners coming the other way and they totally and utterly blanked the fact that anything had happened. So either they were being cool uh, or they were being kind or they they just weren't giving me the sort of reaction that I wanted, yeah. which was, oh, my God, are you all right? How did you manage to stay up? You must be amazing. Um, they, they probably, in all likelihood, they were probably just giving you your space to not embarrass you, not make a big thing of it. Um, and actually, if they had have gone, oh, my God, are you okay? You might have been more embarrassed by it, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they just thought I had a really weird running style where occasionally That's possible. my legs would fly out at 90 degree angles to mm. each other. Yeah. That's all possible. So yeah. if you are those But you would runners, like some kind of, you're right. Yeah. Or, ooh. You're okay, like mate. Yeah. But yeah. there was just nothing. Yeah. There were a lot of sort of runners on um, Sunday morning who seemed very in the zone. And I don't know whether or not there was, like, sometimes occasionally there's like a little time trial going on somewhere around there. You see mm. people and, and they look as though they're in some kind of serious session. And maybe they were those guys. Yeah, um, maybe. Were they yeah. younger? They were people? younger. And I suppose, and I'm massively generalizing, but younger runners tend not to have the sort of, morning how's it going chat thing going on whereas i'm a sort of talk to everybody kind of person the only reason i asked whether they were younger was because um the beds and county um guys do sometimes train in that very sort of serious manner Mm. but generally they're not in groups of anything they're sort of really kind of trying to get their own sort of Mm. fast time and i suppose Potentially, would it have been their first ever session together if it was them? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I survived. That's the main thing. And my legs survived. Mm-hmm. And I've done um, 12 miles of walking as well, um, all sort of wrapped up in that. And everything seems fine. So Good. touch wood. I'm not going to push it much beyond fives for the next couple of weeks now that I've got there. That's my sort yeah. of... Um, that's my happy, happy place. That's my default run. So I just want to get a few more weeks of that under my belt and then uh, then I can start exploring. But just oh. really happy to be running again. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good. Cool. So that's training. Um, what do we do next? Site features, I think, isn't it? Is it site features? Yeah. Comments okay. from users? Well, we sort of mix it up a bit, really, don't we? But, Go on, um, then. Do what you want to do. So, uh, okay, I'll do a site feature then because I've... In total, I've got 24 miles this week, but only actually 
um, about 16 since the 2nd of April, which is when the Castles Challenge started. Mm. Um, and that's pretty exciting. Um, I've been really bowled over by the um, enthusiasm people have had for joining in with that. We've got 529 people signed up now. Excellent. So if you don't know what it's all about, it's a 600-mile route that um, Fetchy called Singe has put together. And he's very sort of patiently encouraged me to um, put on this uh, virtual race, which basically for me involves creating the page with a route on it and then plotting everybody's mileage along that route. Um, and then everybody just, just turned up and gone, well, yeah, I'll have a go of that. So we now have 529 people. And um, if you go to it and sign up, there are a couple of little icons. Um, and the one will show you, the little target icon shows you where you are on the map. And right now I'm just approaching Palmerstown. So I've just sort of left um, Cardiff and made my way south down to the coast and run along the coast a bit past Sully. And, and now I'm just heading back up north again. Um, and as well as that, if you click the uh, the glasses icon um, in the little red bar just above the map, it'll show you in a new tab the street view for wherever you are. And um, I'm in a lovely spot. I'm right next to some kind of chemical plant, which, uh, you know, I'd, I'd hope for better, but you've got to get past these places to get to somewhere nice. Where have you got? I'll just show you my... There goes my charging cable. Oh, no, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. I'm so looking you, out at the sea. Yeah. I'm looking at a sign that says gas and a bunch of lorries all behind a very severe-looking uh, set of metal gates. Mm. Um, but there are nice views ahead. So um, there's a link to that on the homepage if anybody wants to join in. Mm -hmm. um, do you think it's going to motivate you to do any more walking, running, or have you you've well, got enough motivation? Already? I have got enough motivation, but no, I think it I think it will perhaps motivate me to log more of the walks that I do. So I haven't been logging all of my walking. I quite often don't log dog walks or. I don't know, a walk to my mum or anything like that. I quite often don't log those, but perhaps it would motivate me to do that. Um, but it is really nice being part of something, I must say. It's lovely. And I think it's a really nice route. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it'll get a lot of people. I mean, the other thing that I feel is that I probably won't finish it in the time. But I don't, I'm not worried about that. I don't feel stressed about that. Um, I just think, well, I'll get as far as I'll get, and it'll be interesting to see how far I get. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. Um, cool. Quite amazingly, there are people who've done sort of eighty odd miles in the, yes. in the time. Um, but I guess over Easter time, people have a bit of a bit more time off to go and do stuff, and there's a few events cropping up. So yeah, people have done some quite long distance stuff. Um, I'm also hoping that I can uh, get some sort of prize for um, for one lucky person who doesn't necessarily have to complete the challenge, um, but I'm thinking we'll do it kind of like tickets in the hat. So every time you get through a 50-mile checkpoint, mm. um, you get a ticket in the hat. So if you do all of the the route, you'll get 12 tickets in the hat. If you only do 50 miles, you've got one ticket in that. And then at the end of September, then when the challenge is done, mm. we'll pick someone out 
So you could get lucky. You could be the person who just did 50 miles and mm. got one ticket, like Charlie Bucket style. Um, or you could take the uh, Baruch Assault approach and make sure you've, you've completed the whole thing and got all your friends to give you their tickets as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the prize is going to be yet, but there's going to be a prize. And I also thought it would be nice if there would be a way of adding notes along the route so people could just go, um, okay, so I know this area, so I'm going to tell people that they've just run past this interesting mm. quarry or uh, I saw some roadkill just here the other day and I thought you might like it. Yes. That kind of weird thing. Um, so, But I'm working on that. I haven't really done anything about that yet. Yeah. Because um, cool. that's it. Um, and the other thing um, to point out is that it's Virk Renewal Week. So if you are a member of Fetch Ever Running Club and you'd like to renew for another year, now is the time. You should have had an email um, from me via England Athletics. If you haven't, get in touch with me and I'll resend it to you. Um, but you are welcome to join up to um, the running club as well if you haven't done already. It's fetcheveryone.com forward slash F-E-R-C. And it's £26 a year. So that's that. Cool. Right. Nice one. That's the site features. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about next, Katie? Do you want to suggest some blogs or threads? or? Well, I have got a blog that I want to suggest, although um, the most recent blog has got a rude word in it. And what so is that rude word? I don't think I can say it on our podcast. Can you say what it rhymes with? Chucker. Right. Okay. Um, so basically this is Rich HL's blog, which is really nice. The one that I wanted to highlight is actually from the 2nd of April, which is Married Life. Yeah. Um, I really like it. I really like the way it's written. I think it's um, lovely. And um, my favourite bit of it is that um, the expectation of more, more nudity um, is... But, <laughs> The highlight for me but anyway uh but yes just to warn anyone who may who may find certain words offensive <gasps> if you do go and look at rich hl's most recent blog it has got that word in the title it is talking about a bird though and it's a real kind of oldie worldy name for the actual word wow for the bird i'm, I'm gonna have to go and take a look immediately yeah oh i see a wind chucker yeah <laughs> I did not know that. No. I did not know so that. there you go. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've got a thread to um, highlight, and that's the things I found on Rightmove, um, where people find weird stuff on Rightmove, like castles and mansions that are going for a penny and that sort of thing, and, and they share pictures. Mm. It was one I came across the other day, and it's just kind of quite interesting to look at random random things like that. Um, well, so I'm again. nosy, so I like looking at houses. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we asked a question on the the podcast thread yeah. uh, only yesterday. Um, but then we've had so many replies, it turned into pretty much like the what really grinds your gears thread. Um, but I'll yeah. pick out a few and perhaps between us we can decide whether they... Uh, I need to say what it is first, don't I? Say what it is. Say what it is. Um, so we said, as it's podcast 101, 
Katie said, why don't we ask people to suggest things that they want to leave in Podcast 101, a bit like Room 101 off the telly or Room 101 off 1984, although I think that was not a place you'd want to go yourself. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't very nice in there, if I remember rightly. Is you it say not... things now. Well, is it probably not the same? Is it not the same reference? I thought it was all this time, but... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because Room 101 was kind of like... Where you leave things that you don't want anymore. Yeah, I suppose from the point of view of the people who were in charge of 1984, the the people who were misbehaving would be put into Room 101 where they'd be never yeah. seen again sort of thing. So yeah. maybe that's where it comes from. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is, is it? That's where it comes so from. So you are saying that it is the same reference? I'm saying that, yeah. All right, okay. Are you saying that? I'm a bit confused about what you're saying now. Let's put that whole section into the room 102 next door. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so anyway. <laughs> that was a mess. <laughs> it's the mess you've come to expect, Fetchies. So, yeah. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, so there are a whole bunch of things. Um, Linz D says, people who diss open water swimming for no reason should be put into room 101. Mm. So, well, what I think is, and this is not me disagreeing with Linz, because yes, absolutely. But the article that Linz is referring to, which has been posted in the gallery and on the open water swimming thread, is written by somebody who I think will be rubbing his hands with glee at the idea of people getting irritated by his article. So I'm not going to get irritated about it. I'm not going to give him what he wants. He says a whole load of very controversial and, you know, especially sort of outrageous things about pe people who do open water swimming and sort of saying, how do you know someone's a, a, a wild swimmer? Well, they'll tell you that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of, it's that article where you just know that it's clickbait. They want... Yeah. They want to have the dislikes. They're not looking for anyone really to agree with them, although there will be some people who agree with him, I'm sure. But So I do agree, but in yeah. a way, I think it would almost be nicer to leave him out, being his ridiculous kind of look at me, oh, I want attention and to be controversial, and just allow him to eventually realise that he's just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm not disagreeing with, with Lynn's, really, because I really like her. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Um, is there a compromise where we say clickbait goes into Room 101? Yeah, I suppose so. And then so. we never have to see it again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Good, good. Yeah. What comes up next may shock you. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's my little clickbait yeah. title. Uh -huh. you see, did you see? Um, pre race warm ups from Mr. Motivator Wannabes. So Sly says that yeah. you know, they, they should go in. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, We've God, all done I'm, them. I'm going to be an awful person for this, aren't I? I'm not going to want to put anything in. You're just too nice, too, too thoughtful. Well, I suppose what I'm thinking is <laughs> that the Mr. Motivator types have been asked to come along and do this warm-up by somebody. And um, you can choose not to do them. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, like, there's a feeling when you are... Like you've done a few races that yeah. like, what are all these people doing? This, yeah. is, this is not necessary for warming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for a lot of people who are there, they don't know 
is their first race. I'm, I'm thinking about the sort of ma- mass participation ones that yeah. people sign up to it as their first ever sort of, yeah. I'm going to do a race. And, you know, we've all done that. I did know the lady who um, would do the warm-ups for the Bedford Race for Life. Mm. And she was actually my Pilates teacher. And um, she was a really nice lady. And, you know, she'd been asked to do it by the organisers of Race for Life. And so she did it. And lots of the people there enjoyed it as part of the experience. So I suppose what I'm saying is, is that just don't, don't do it if you don't want to do it because I can understand that awkwardness that someone might feel at the idea of doing those warm-ups but I can also see how some people really enjoy them and would find them kind of part of the whole thing yeah and if the person leading it is doing it with the best intentions then they can't they can't go into room 101 along with the warm-up doesn't feel like it no so we yeah so sorry Sly Mm. it's a no um Next one, it's a no-brainer, really, COVID. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Yes, COVID can windchucker itself straight into yeah. Room 101, please. All uh, right, I'm crossing these out as we go. So there was this one, I think, has already been decided on in the thread. Yeah. But Ness said, um, sprint finishes. Yeah. And everybody said, no, I, you know, I, I sometimes I like doing them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sometimes I'm racing against the clock and I really want to... Yeah. You know, so I think that everybody agreed that sprint finishes are probably okay. Even Ness said that. Mm. But people who shove about in the funnel oh. or try and get past you no. in the funnel, absolutely not. No. We've no. Just... If you've got energy to shove about in the funnel, you've got energy to do a better sprint finish. Yeah. No, there, there shouldn't be any of that. And the funnel is sacred. Whatever position you end up in, after you literally have just crossed the finish line, that should not be changed. Yeah, those two people in front of you and behind you are your new friends and your you whole hands. They helped you round, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Uh, I remember in that London Marathon where they were asking you to cross uh, to hold hands with someone as you crossed the finish line. Yes. I remember grabbing the hands with the bloke next to me and he was yeah. most confused by it all. But um, Yeah, well, I didn't have anyone. There was no yeah. one nearby for me to grab onto. Oh, should have gone back. No. Yeah. Um, but Ness also adds T-shirt sizes. Um, like when you get to the end of the race and you're a medium or a small and all they've got is yeah. XXL size or the other way around or whatever. Yeah. Um, so maybe they should do sort of Velcro fastenings on mm. shirt sizes. Mm. Or mugs. I like Just mugs. Just mugs. Mugs are great, yeah, useful things. I like things. mugs a lot. Cool. Uh, Fizz says, and quite a few people uh, said something along these lines, people who chuck gel wrappers yeah. uh, and whatever on, on uh, races. Another no-brainer for yeah. me. That should definitely be something that stays in Podcast yeah. 101. Discourtesy to Marshalls, half pint. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, poor nice. things. Most of, the, most of them are unpaid. Most of them are doing it out of the kindness of their hearts to make the event a good one. So, yeah, none of that. That's not good. Yeah. Um, 57.5 Degrees of Pain says, people who brag about PBs having just bought a £240 pair of shoes that, like, you know, have rockets in the bottom, that kind of, you know, like the Nike ones that make you go faster whether you want it or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, It's a difficult one, that one, isn't it? It's a more difficult one. It's obviously important to them. Yeah. And it's obviously important to them that you know that yeah. it's important to them. Yeah. Um, 
So, do they do they need our pity more than our? I think that might be a live and let live situation. Yeah, just let them get on with it. Yeah. yeah, but it is hard. It is hard sometimes when you've got someone who's bragging a lot. Yeah, it's hard. But yeah, live and let live. Let them get on with it. It's their their issue. Yeah. So sorry, fifty seven. Um, Pot Hunter says the fact that they keep changing shoe designs all the time. Changing uh, things generally is a bit of a, yeah. The the concept of change, yeah. Straight in room one hundred one, nothing. <laughs> no, and again, you see, this is the thing. So I don't like it when shoe design changes, absolutely, because I wear the same make and model of shoe since the running began for me. Um, and and I don't like it when apps suddenly change and you have mm. to do them a different way and web <coughs> websites um but i recognize that change happens sometimes for a reason so i i don't know about that one um i'm kind of half half on board i mean if they just put all the a6 cumulus into room 101 or podcast 101 and left them there and i could just size five rummage round I could just <laughs> it'd be a nice room to go to <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be cool well the other way to look at it <clears> is to, like if you like find a model that you like work out how many more shoes you're going to need for the rest of your life and just buy them all mm-hmm. I mean it, big investment obviously you probably like have to get a loan yeah. and all that but just buy them all stack them all up keep yeah. them in temperature controlled Room, room yeah. three. I no, I do I absolutely sympathise. I have a lot of sympathy for that one, but I'm not sure change does happen sometimes for good reason, doesn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, sometimes. Bit torn on that one, sorry. Yeah. Um Autumn Leaves says expensive traffic management that makes it difficult for small local races to happen because you've got to have, you know, all the police presence and the road closures in advance and the you know why can't people just run up the middle of the road without any <laughs> without worrying about the cars um yeah i i get that there's a a, a race in long eaton that had to change the route quite a bit because it was starting to get harder and harder for them to afford the permits um and i'm not sure whether the race even happens now or whether it's just sort of yeah. entirely off road that kind of thing so, yeah, it's a it's a shame, but yeah, I'd I'd like to mm. uh, vote for that. Okay. Yeah, and then, um, says people who talk through briefings, mm. and Lynn's D says this as well. Um, what do you think? Well, I think the problem is is that sometimes the reason people chat through race briefings is they can't hear them. Yeah. And and I've been to races where the briefing has been so quiet, you're, you're kind of just standing there staring at someone whose who's mouth is moving and you don't know what's going on. So I still wouldn't want to chat and I really feel uncomfortable if anyone starts talking to me because I just, mm. I don't really want to respond to them. But I don't want to be rude to them, but I don't want to be rude to the briefer, even though I can't hear a word they're saying. Yeah. I obviously have done, um, what's it called? Run director, I've forgotten yeah. the word. Um, and I feel that a race briefing or a park run briefing is much more effective when it's loud enough for people to hear it and they're much more likely to stand and listen. And especially if 
it's a voice that's interesting. Yeah, and and brief. And Should be reasonably brief. brief, not too long. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely against people talking during briefings. Um. But I would I personally I would like to put in the briefings that are too quiet because yeah, what's the or point? Too long. Yes. Yeah, and and I'm also says people who start in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, I mean, by default, it's the wrong place. They shouldn't yeah. be standing in the wrong place. They should be standing in the right place. But yeah, they don't know. They don't know that it's the wrong place. In a lot of cases, I've seen people yeah. quite merrily standing right at the front and then they blow the whistle or fire the gun yeah. or whatever and everybody just swarms past them and they're sort of, they, well, what happened? Yeah. So... Sometimes it's just a not knowing, isn't it? But yeah, you yeah. soon learn from that experience. I yeah, think. you do. Um, and finally, um, unless you want to add anything to well, that. Well, I don't think it will be finally because while we've been talking, there are more, but go on. Oh, my word. Um, Fell Running says people who uh, abuse dry stone walls no. um, instead of waiting to climb over styles. Yeah, Definitely. everybody likes a dry stone wall and it's not much good if it's just a yeah. pile of rocks on the floor. It's got to be a pile of rocks. All it's a no-brainer, isn't it? You shouldn't be causing damage to, to stuff. It's just yeah. just be patient and accept that bit of time off your time. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're out running in the countryside because presumably you like the countryside. So yeah. look after it, dummies. Yeah. yeah, done. So what else you got? So um, Autumn Leaves has added one. I'm just trying to work it out. People who talk through briefing so you can't hear even when you're trying to oh I can work it out that's completely clear it's exactly what we were just talking, just talking about, about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I might take that out um so Lynn's now adds uh, dog walkers who are looking at their phones especially especially if their dogs are on an extendable lead and cyclists who are looking at their phones so that's normally like that's quite rare isn't it it's I've, I've had more than one teenager like veer into my path really yeah yeah uh, mr t says people who talk through anything i i have to say that is a bugbear uh, if you're if you're wanting to talk about something and someone talks through you that's difficult as well isn't it um but again i'm kind of thinking there must be a reason for that maybe i don't know um and diogenes is up has added runners in large groups in races chatting that you have to do a big detour to get past. Yeah. I remember um, I didn't want to interrupt because I didn't want to talk over you. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I probably sometimes do it if I'm excited about what I want to say, but mm. I, it's usually at the expense of the person who's saying the thing. Yeah. So I'd sometimes do that. I'm naughty. Mm. Um, but people who you've got to run around in races, yeah, that's annoying. Or oh, people who were, um, there was one guy at Abingdon who was talking to everybody in about a 50 metre radius. Okay. And, 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 and that sort of social thing that mm. I didn't want to be part of. I wanted to be focused on my run, so I had to yeah. speed up a little bit to get away from that group. Yeah. So, yeah, just get on with it. Do you run? Have a chat later. The one thing that hasn't been mentioned so far about other runners in races is that runner that you um, you nearly overtake, 
and then just as you go to overtake them they speed up a bit yeah and then you nearly overtake them and then they speed up a bit <laughs> because it, it's it's not so much that you need to beat that person well it might be for some people for me it isn't that I want to beat that person but it's just almost like some a box you can never tick or yeah. a or a task you can't ever complete you just um I remember a specific person at Stanick 10k one year and I would just get to his shoulder and then off off he'd go and I mean I did eventually overtake him and maintain it but it took quite a long time yeah. I suppose it kept my mind off everything else so perhaps I wouldn't put him in room 101 it kept me busy I think I guess there's like a momentum thing for both of you. You yeah. want to maintain your yeah. momentum, so you're approaching him, and you want to you, you you're going quicker than him, so you must yeah. be, and you want to keep that going. And he's like, oh, no one's overtaken me for a while. Yes. Oh God, here comes someone. Yes. I got to stay ahead of them. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of a um, junior park run with my boy, and I ran it with him. Mm. Um, and my boy must have been about ten or eleven. And the little kid in front of us must have been about uh, seven or eight. You know, he was quite a bit younger and about half half my boy's size. Mm. And we were trying to go past him. And he was actually like veering left and right to make sure that we couldn't pass. Yes. That kind of thing. So yeah. we had to probably properly sprint to get by him. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen an adult do that. But having suggested this as a, as a room slash podcast 101 item, I actually want to remove it from that from that consideration because as much as it is a bit annoying I think it is quite a good motivator for both people mm -hmm. for the person who's being overtaken or trying to be overtaken and the person trying to overtake okay so I'm, I'm removing that from consideration that's okay. my final awesome did you enjoy that little section I did yeah perhaps we'll do that again it did like the the list was getting longer and longer and it was turning into a um, yeah. like a whole thread in its own right and we did end up getting brackets on the podcast thread where people were bracketing things that they didn't so yeah let's let's keep the brackets to the things you want to say but can't thread <laughs> it's too confusing it is too confusing what are you not saying and what are you saying I don't know anymore and then someone will forget their brackets oh my god yeah. and then all hell breaks yeah. loose but... I do love the things you want to say but can't thread I never post on it well very rarely, but I do like it. Yeah, I've been posting on it this morning, but not... <laughs> not for good reasons. Oh, well, I think it's all resolved now. Yes, and, uh, everyone's that's not, friends again, aren't That's they? in brackets, I'm saying that. What are you saying in brackets? That it's all resolved now, which means that I mean it, not that I mean the opposite. But we don't have brackets it. in the podcast, so you don't have to say it in brackets. Okay. See how confusing it, it is, can be? It is, you see. Cool, right, that bit's all done, crossing it out. Done, done, done. Um, well, in order to keep this podcast as brief as we were supposed to, I think yeah. at this point we should just introduce the featured fetchy and yeah. um, and then and then finish up, really. So, okay. Or sorry, so, I should say featured fetchies. Yes, okay. So uh, thanks very much for listening. Yeah. Um, don't forget to visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast. Let us know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe. We will see you next time. Um, but we've got a fabulous interview now with um, Lindsay interviewing Flying Scotsman, who is our member of the month from, insert name of month here, um, from a few months ago. So over to those guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hi Fetchies, this is Lindsay.
bringing you the Fetch Everyone Member of the Month interview with Flying Scotsman. Fetch Everyone is a website for runners, cyclists, swimmers and everyone. We don't put our best features behind a paywall. They're available for everyone. So welcome Flying Scotsman and congratulations on your Member of the Month award. Yeah, thank you. Here are your questions. So, Pedro Scales asks, congratulations on the win. My question is, if money and time was not an issue, what route or race would you like to run? Thank you, Pedro Scales. Um, Ironman Mallorca, definitely. Uh, I've been, been there on holiday a couple of times and this, the views are amazing. And from what I've heard, the roads are very nice as well. And yeah, obviously I might not be able to finish the Ironman, so maybe maybe a half or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's a, a relatively re- realistic goal from where you are now. You can certainly work towards it. Yeah. Good stuff. Cheeky's dad says, "Congratulations, Flying Scotsman! Now that you've achieved the highest accolade in sport, what are your ambitions for the future in running and sport more generally?" Thank you, Cheeky's dad. Um, definitely trying to build on my mileage. I uh, what was it? I did um, thoroughbred the other a uh, couple months ago, and that was a good that was a good challenge to try and keep keep my running up, uh, which has made me very fit for rugby, which has been really good because we've just just got back to rugby in the past couple of weeks, and it's definitely telling who's done stuff and who hasn't over lockdown say more about that what was thoroughbred i don't know what that is um it's in the uh trader game trying to get 100 uh... miles more than last time so i spent christmas doing nothing so i could get myself down i think it was 89 so i had to run on 100 miles to get to get to where i wanted to be wow that's amazing. And, and I like your strategic thinking there, sort of, you know, letting it dip a bit so that you could really build it up. Yeah, well done. And uh, rugby, what position do you play? I like playing in the back row. Uh, flanker is definitely my preference, but uh, it definitely depends on who turns up because obviously um, junior teams try and give everyone a shot. And I've de- I have been benched for no good reason, which mm. is a bit of a pain, but... Yeah, that's a bit frustrating. I was usually benched for a good reason, which was that I was rubbish. So <laughs> see that it's frustrating if you're not rubbish yeah. and you get benched. As for the future ambitions, probably wanting to, I'd quite like to run the West Highland Way. I know that's definitely a big task. And I've also been reading a book about the Bob Graham round as well, which is pretty mad. But the Frog Graham round seems much better with a bit more swimming. Yeah, I like the idea of both of those. There's, there's, there's definitely a thread for the Bob Graham round. I'm not sure if there's a thread for the Frog Graham round, but I know some people on Fetch have done it. Um, yeah. I think one of the guys on Fetch actually runs it or something. Uh, yeah, Northern Exile, I think, runs yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's totally beyond me at this point in my life, but I think it sounds brilliant. Yeah, and the West Highland Way as well. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So Westmores wants to know, she says, congratulations. If you could meet anyone, past or present, who would it be and why? Uh, thank you, Westmores. This took me forever. It's such a difficult question. 
Um, Tom Cruise, probably. I really, really enjoy watching his movies. Um, Mission Impossible is definitely one of my favourites. And yeah, like he does all his own stunts and stuff. So does he? Also talks to you, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's something that I've learned today. Oh God, that's yeah, respect for that. Yeah, well, given some of the stunts are pretty dodge as well. There's one with a knife next to his eye and stuff. He's not a particularly young man anymore either, is he? I mean, he's not, you know, no, he's, he's not, not 30. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, go oh, on, he's gone up in my estimation. That's, that, yeah, <laughs> that's good. So Half Pint says, hurrah, so glad you got this. Your 12 days of Fetchmas was a massive motivator for a number of us, including me, during December. What is it that motivates you? Um, myself and wanting to be the best that I can be. I want to, I'm a, I'm a very competitive person and I like beating everyone else. So my, my lockdown thing has been to be better than everyone else in my rugby team. And uh, on, on the days when I struggle to motivate myself, always got my dad, Angus Clydesdale, doing a good job of um, booting me out the door mostly. But yeah. Yeah, he's a good motivator on the, the triathlon thread as well, I can say. He's been a big, he's been a big support of me as well. So if you were, if you were, would you say it was a sporty family and if you, you've always sort of liked to be active and fit? Yes, very much so. Yeah, my dad's. Dad's done quite a lot of stuff when he was younger. And my mum did lots of like climbing and underwater hockey was one thing that she does. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't do any more, but she's definitely managed to stay fit. And yeah, and then there's me. Uh, my sister does dancing and stuff. So Oh, that sounds good. So there's no there's no kind of rebellion in terms of wanting to not be active because your parents are active. Then there's hope for my youngest yet, who's not particularly <laughs> active person, but she'll get there. So next question, Trin says, congratulations. My question is, if you could live anywhere in the world and money was no object, where would you live and why? Who was that from? Sorry, Trin. Trin, thank you, Trin. Um, if I could live anywhere in the world, it'd be somewhere in France, somewhere that's like an hour away from the Alps and an hour away from the beach. So then I can have the best of both worlds. Yeah, we'll join you. We'll all join you there. The whole effect, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Good choice. So RRR Kaz asks his usual question, says congratulations and says... If you were given a golden sports ticket to any event in the world, what would you choose to watch? Thank you, RRR Kaz. Um, Rugby World Cup. 100%. That was mine as well. That was my choice. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great if Scotland were playing there, but I mean, let's let's be realistic. And um, yeah. I don't know. After Un last week, after last Friday, you know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, Definitely sitting on the sofa, biting our nails, hearts in our mouths. That was a crazy game. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm with you there. We can we can share a box at the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Sounds good. Raggedy Runner asks or says, congratulations on the win. 
I love the pre-Christmas challenge that you set us. And what I also loved is that you're a youngster. We need more of you. Too many oldies like me. You're obviously the sporty type. What is your favorite sport or activity to participate in? And which sport would you like to learn next? Thank you, Raggedy. Um, rugby. Uh, rugby and skiing. Skiing is, well, I've done it most years, and we were lucky enough to get away to France and stuff. And um, I must say I'm quite good at it, to be perfectly honest. But uh, good <laughs> don't want to blow my own trumpet. No, but, you should. Um, yeah, and rugby is the more close by one that I can do. And I like you know, play that, go down at the weekends when I was able to. Um, and the physicality of, of rugby has really, really toughened me up a, a lot. Went from being a soft little child to, you know. <laughs> Find that hard to believe. Take, but... take some hits now. Um, as for what would sports I'd like to learn next, probably underwater hockey, like my mum played. Um I've watched some YouTube videos of it and it's pretty uh, pretty exciting and um, what's the word? Interesting, I think. So is it is it weight belts then? Is, is that how is that how it works? Everyone's got weight belts? No, I don't think so. I think they just have to swim down and hold the breath for as long as they can. Wow. And there's like subs, uh, like lots of rolling subs. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. I'm going to look it up as soon as we finish. Because like, swimming is kind of my first love, really. So, um, yeah, I'm going to look it up. Uh, what I like about rugby, actually, I mean, obviously, I've never, not obviously, but I haven't ever played it, um, is is how clever it is. I just think, and it must be really difficult when you're on the pitch, because as you said, you've got that physicality, but also you've got you've got the tactics and the strategy and and the, all the rules and it, it's just I think it's just such a clever game in a way that soccer really isn't I like soccer too yeah but rugby I really just... struggle with I really struggle with the football rules it's like it's one of those games that if you if you're good at it you can be really good and everyone else is just rubbish at it because it's, it's very popular in PE mm. and the people that play football always do really well and everyone else doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's annoying when anything is dominant, isn't it? And I think football is very much a dominant sport in, in this country and in schools. That's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no. What have we got next? Ah, here we go. Nitel, congratulations. What's the first thing you want to do once we can get back to a normal life? Um. Fast foods, probably. Fast food and camping. <laughs> what kind of fast food? Just like a, a big Whopper or something from Burger King. Mm-hmm. Just something something absolutely rubbish. <laughs> I like it. Fantastic. What was the other? Oh, camping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah camping. camping. Because mm-hmm. part, being part of the Scouts and stuff, it's been, been a bit of a disappointment not being able to do much this year. Mm-hmm. Camping season's... I mean, it's coming up again. So, if we're lucky, we might get out after the summer. But yeah, I'm after my. So. I'm a bit of a badge maniac. You probably can't tell from the fetch badges because I've not got very many of them. But scout badges, I, I like that. I like those. Um, yeah, going for a hundred nights away. 
Oh, brilliant. I think my eldest has a hundred nights away because it's a bit of a cheat because I used to be a scout leader. So he used to come with me when he was, he was little, but um, yeah, 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 my parents are scout leaders as well. That's a good badge. It was a good badge to, to aim for. I, yeah, I can't, I think I've got 50, I think. I can't remember. I'd have to have a look, but um, I don't do leading anymore. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's nice to hear actually, because my kids really love scouts, but they don't really do badges. And it was always a little bit of a disappointment to me because I used to really like the badges. Yeah. Badges are good. Yeah, no, badges. Love badges. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as my dad likes to say, we don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> yeah, you, you can still do the stuff. You don't have to actually have to get the badges. It's true. Yeah, thanks for that one, Night Owl. Uh, oh, someone who might be a bit familiar says, <laughs> Angus Clydesdale says, congratulations, well-deserved accolade. My question is, why haven't you done all your chores yet? No, wait proper question what do you want to do when you grow up um what chores um <laughs> that's the first answer um and when i grow up i want to be well i'm gonna try and do engineering at university um and i'm either going to be a fighter pilot or an RAF engineer and um, obviously taking rugby as far as i can as well because a bit of a waste if I didn't. Those are brilliant aims, and I have no doubt that you will. You're a very determined young man, so I have no doubt in your ability to to get there. He also wants to know the traditional final question: Why are you so good looking? Natural beauty, absolutely. <laughs> You're yeah. supposed to say I get it from my mom. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely didn't come from him. That's for sure. Um, I'll teach him. <laughs> he does help with the good diet the bit though, because he's he's a good cook. So he's good, you know, he's he's helping me that way. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. My husband's the cook in our house as well, so he does the he definitely helps with the diet. Alistair Camel says, Well done, Flying Scotsman. We've 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 covered a bit of this actually. Do you take part in other sports? And if so, what's your favourite? We've got that one. But her other question is, what's your favourite spectator sport? Well, thank you, Alistair Camel. Um, favourite spectator sport? I'm going to have to say rugby again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for everyone out there that doesn't like rugby, but it's yeah, it's got to be that. Just because we've been to Murrayfield quite a few times, and when they when they're playing just in front of you, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, and yeah, the we size were, of yeah. some of these people, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And and again, just the the. The physicality and the cleverness. I just, yeah, it's it's the best thing to watch. Um, yeah, we were supposed to go to Paris last year for the Six Nations. We've been a few times. Um, I, I shout for Ireland. My husband's Irish. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then she, do you take part in other sports? So we've talked about skiing. We've talked about rugby. We've talked about running. Uh, we've talked about triathlon. Any other sports? Um not not really no um, that's enough probably do you, you don't yeah, climb swimming oh i do i do climbing um occasionally when we've kind of because we don't have a wall nearby that's any good so we don't we don't do lots of it but but it's, it's good fun when we get to do it yeah when the opportunity arises uh oh this is a bit of a left field one give me medals says congratulations flying scotsman 
I really welcomed and enjoyed your 12 days of fetchings, fetch mess challenge. What is your favourite animal and why? Thank you, Gimme Medals. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed the fetchmas challenge. It was definitely just a spur of the moment thing. I was on the school bus when I when I set that up. And um, favourite animals, that's quite an interesting one, actually. Um, dogs, um, if I was being realistic. If, it, if you meant any animal, a wolf, because they're just pretty epic. They look cool. Um, yeah, basically, they look cool. Um. <laughs> they do. It's true. Yeah, they definitely do. Good answer. I like it. McGowan says, well done. You've done the 12 days of Christmas. Your next mission is 100 green bottles standing on the wall. And if one green bottle should accidentally fall, etc., Can you devise a challenge that goes from 100 down to one? Almost it's a very McGowan question. <laughs> yes, McGowan. Thank you, McGowan. And almost certainly, as long as you're the first to sign up, though, eh? <laughs> and, um, and from what I've gathered from the Fetchmas Challenge, the people that take part in these kind of challenges don't like burpees. So how about burpees? No. 100 burpees down to one. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah burpees are of, evil. Yes, they are. Or maybe maybe clap press-ups. <laughs> or maybe 100 but burpees, then 99 clap press-ups, then, I don't know, then a 98-second wall sit. Or... We can have like a 100-mile run and then a 99-mile <laughs> swim. <laughs> yeah i'm liking it i'm liking it i think you should work on that maybe you should have a yeah. summer challenge yeah I mean, if i pull my finger out we could even have an easter challenge we could have any <laughs> oh i like that idea I, yeah yeah definitely. I'll have, to, have to get working i like that idea um, i'm not sure you guys have heard the um the grenade version of the 100 bottles song but that could definitely be the easy way out uh, 100 green bottles standing on green hand grenades standing on the wall if one green hand grenade should accidentally fall there'll be no green hand grenades and no wall <laughs> i haven't heard that one that's very good yeah that would be easy i still wouldn't want to do the 100 burpees though that would uh, yeah. <laughs> no no ness asks congratulations do you have a favorite race distance hers is a half marathon preferably on flat roads uh thanks ness I don't actually do lots of um, lots of races. The, uh, the most racy, raciest race we've had is school sports day, mostly. And I definitely prefer prefer the longer distances, like you know, 10, 10 miles, thirteen miles, half marathon kind of thing. Um, the furthest we go in sp school sports day is fifteen hundred meters, and last time I did that. I had to race the S4 girls because I was an S3 boy and there was no other boys doing it. So long long distance isn't the most popular. That's such a shame. Yeah, my daughter was similar when she was in year five. She always had to race against the year sixes because none of the year five girls wanted to race for some reason. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a shame it that is. people only do the 100 metres because it gets you out you know, if 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 anything, it just gets you out of school for a day. Yeah. Because you've got to. Oh, I've got the I've got the long jump now. You yeah. know how to long jump? No, no, I don't know how to long jump. Not the point. 
No, exactly. I can give it a good fist. I can give it a good yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. How hard can it be? I don't care. I'll learn. Yeah, exactly. Quite right. Yeah. Pot Hunter asks, congratulations, what would be your death row meal, starter main and dessert? Thank you, Pot Hunter. This is definitely one of the best questions that I've that I've had. Um, starter would be pasta salad, because um, because we made it we made it at a camp once actually in under um, it was like a competition camp, and we had to make that as one of our starters. Um, the the main course steak pie, one hundred percent of the way. Because uh, well, I think I've had steak pie for my birthday for about five years on the trot now or something. And dessert, Athel Bros or Sticky Toffee Pudding. Oh, good choice. I don't know what the first one is. I know what Sticky Toffee Pudding is. Are they two separate things or is it two names for the same thing? Uh, no, they're two separate things. Um, Athel Bros is like oats and raspberries. And like honey and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, I, I think I've written on the. Pretty good. I think I've written on the on the page, because um, I, I I googled the largest meal in the world, because obviously, if I was on death row, I'd like to take my time about it. <laughs> and um, camel turducken. Blimey. Yeah. It's like fish inside a chicken, inside a lamb, inside a camel. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that takes yeah, days get... to eat, presumably. I'd assume so, yeah, given the size of it. Um, yeah, won't be getting rid of me anytime soon. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And my question, which is quite similar, actually, um, is it's incredibly shallow, and it is, what is your favourite cake? What is my favourite cake? Dundee cake. Oh, good answer. That's a good kind of, yeah. yeah, mature, kind of not going for the really obvious, very sweet, sticky ones. Yeah, yeah. Dundee cake. Yeah, no, one. Dundee cake. Had that a couple of years on the trot now as well. Very nice. Steak pie and Dundee cake. traditionalist now. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you very much. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the Fetchies? Um. I'd like to say thank you to everyone that nominated me and voted for me, um, especially the people from the Fetchmas Challenge, which I, which you were part of as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and well done, everyone that completed it for sticking at it. And I hope to see you all next year in 2021's one and for any upcoming challenges as well. Absolutely. We're a Easter challenge maybe or summer challenge. I definitely think there could be some yeah. uptake for that. Excellent. Thank you very much, Flying Scotsman, for sharing your answers with us. Uh, It's been great talking to you. Um, I wish you a happy Easter. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And did you remember about our mystery introduction? Um, And have you guessed who it is? Well, the answer was wine legs.